Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. There are a lot of stories on Twitter, many of which I don't think I even shared. I bookmarked them specifically for this and to also hit on a point that I'll get to at the end of this video. And there's a lot going on all over the world, but I wanna really focus on a few key things here. And first I wanna start on something internationally that is not getting nearly enough coverage and that is Ethiopia. Welcome to the Sunday sum up everyone. This is going to be a grim one. So over in Ethiopia, hopefully people remember, but it's entirely possible a lot of people never even heard about this in the first place. There has been a insurrection going on in the Tigray region of Ethiopia for a while now. Historically, it has been the Tigrayan peoples that have been in power in Ethiopia. That changed with the election of one of their more recent presidents, who I believe is Oromo. And I guess peace talks broke down and the Tigrayans have basically tried to declare their independence or autonomy from the rest of Ethiopia and the Ethiopian armed forces are not abiding by this. However, instead of going to the International Court for Arbitration, genocide has been occurring. Again, this is very descriptive, so um, fair warning here. Ethiopia's Tigrayans rounded up, mutilated, and dismembered in civil war ethnic purge. Forces occupying a major city in Ethiopia are throwing thousands of men, women, and children into makeshift concentration camps, cutting off limbs, and dumping mutilated bodies into mass graves as part of an orchestrated ethnic purge, a dozen separate witnesses told The Telegraph. So yeah, I don't really want to focus too much on gory details like that, but I think it is important that people recognize that there is a genocide going on in the Ethiopian civil war, which as I've talked about in like a video way back in the day, Ethiopia is actually a pretty geostrategically important nation. And it's also gone into some conflicts over water with Sudan and Egypt and a horrific genocide against an ethnic population within their own borders as part of a civil war is happening and nearly no one is talking about it. And yes, I know that's because here in Canada, we're focusing a lot on the election and housing prices and the pandemic. And I'll get to some of those shortly, but it is still really disheartening to hear that this is happening. And the only people I saw talking about it was the telegraph and I haven't seen much of it from other people, even though this is going on right now in Ethiopia and the world is objectively silent. And I fear that stuff like this is only going to become more common as we are just hit with a deluge of bad stories, you know, bad story after bad story, depressing story after depressing story, capitalist hellscape after capitalist hellscape. And as we've seen with the pandemic, which I'm going to get to shortly, it really feels like a lot of us have just become desensitized to stuff that should just not be normal. And it should be horrifying. It's so Kafka-esque in the truest sense of the word. And yet we're carrying on as if things are normal. So yeah, I will get to more of this a bit later when I try and wrap everything up. Now, again, I want to actually talk a bit more about the pandemic that is gripping a lot of the world, but again, keep it focused to home. So the stories are going to be from America and Canada. And so again, I want to talk about the asshole, selfish anti-vaxxers who are causing so many problems that they don't even see themselves causing, even though they are absolutely to blame. Here's a tweet from a man named Nathaniel Osborne. 
My 12-year-old had appendicitis. The ER was overwhelmed with unvaccinated COVID patients and we had to wait six plus hours. While waiting, his appendix ruptured and had to spend five days in hospital. Just got HMO bill of $5,000. So yeah, your decision to not vaccinate does affect others. Now, I know this and lots of sensible people know this, but unfortunately, the anti-vaxxer crowd still does not know this, even though the evidence continues to build. But you know what? I'm not even surprised anymore that they aren't caring about this because we all know why. Because there are a bunch of selfish assholes who can't see past their own noses and they have no problem causing the suffering of others because how dare they be inconvenienced and have to, you know, take a needle for the country when they also so proudly claim they take a bullet for that same country. You are literally harming children despite that being one of your rallying cries for why we shouldn't get vaccinated it's unsafe it's unproven think of the children take your own goddamn advice think of the children like this man's child whose appendix ruptured because of your bastardry you selfish assholes so yeah now it's time to talk about the pandemic for a bit we have fun here I recently talked about uh, the problems in Alberta where Jason Kenney and the UCP have basically caused the collapse of Alberta's healthcare system because of their terrible beliefs and terrible policies. And so here's another story from Alberta that should really hit home for a lot of people. And if you're American, this is probably very familiar if you live in a red state. Received from a doctor who I mentioned in that video about Jason Kenney and the UCP. Received. At our elementary school today, a fifth grade student arrived. At noon, he apologized for missing school on Friday. His dad has COVID really bad and his mom was sick too, so he stayed home to care for them because they couldn't get out of bed. Over the weekend, he was coughing and felt terrible, but was feeling better today, so brought himself to school. Unmasked. Our administration called home and parents confirmed story. Our administration said that was fine. We have no right to ask him to stay home or to mask. He stayed at school and will be back tomorrow to his class of 25 with three others seated at his table. We have no masks, no distancing, no cohorts, no options, no hope. Concerned Alberta teacher. With stories like that, is it really any wonder why Alberta is per capita the COVID hotspot of North America? And there's another Canadian story tied to the pandemic and Ontario, but I want to say that near the end because it doesn't quite fit here. I still want to focus on covid in the united states and in canada and that brings us to this next little tidbit which is the fact that there were more covid deaths in florida the last two weeks than u.s military deaths in afghanistan over the last 20 years for all the talk of you know and the 20th anniversary of 9 11 was yesterday for all the talk of never forget and you know so horrible the loss of life unquestionable we need to do so much so that something like this never happens again and so much death and destruction flowed in the wake of that resolution and now during a pandemic that has made like thousands of 9-11 deaths at this point is still being politicized by state and federal leaders in america and here in canada and the deaths of citizens are just being treated as a statistic rather than a tragedy. Joseph Stalin was right. And oh boy, I can't wait for people to take that clip out of context. The death of one is a tragedy. The death of a million is a statistic. Well, 
And again, in the Sun Belt of the United States and a state that is in many ways near and dear to my heart because I have some friends who live there, it's time to talk about Texas once again. According to the Texas Tribune, more than 58,000 people have died of COVID-19 in Texas. More than 5,800 of those deaths occurred in the last month as the Delta variant raged across the state. I remind you that Texas is, like Florida, a state that has basically given up on trying to fight it and pretending like it doesn't exist. But think about it. Nearly 6,000 people in Texas have died in the last month. That is nearly two 9-11s. And it's just being received as, yeah, well, you know, whatever. That's the price we pay for freedom. It's surreal and it should be unconscionable, but apparently in American red states, it's not for some reason. And then there's another random little story from nearby in the American desert. And I feel weird sharing one of my own tweets, but I really wanted to just like get this off my chest. There's plans for a new $400 billion city in the desert of America somewhere. And it's the vision of a billionaire named Mark Lore. And he's going to try and create some kind of utopian 5 million people city in the American desert. Now, the American desert is already really water stressed. So I feel like this is a really bad idea when you could build this like somewhere else that would kind of make a bit more sense. But what do I know? I'm not a wealthy billionaire who can just waste billions of dollars. But here's the thing. This is a 400 billion dollar project and some people are not even batting an eye. The beginning estimates for what it takes to, you know, solve the climate crisis, the start of the eventual massive amount of like trillions is $300 billion. So instead of starting to actually solve climate change, there's instead this vanity social experiment utopia project to build a massive new city of the future in the desert for, again... $400 billion, which is $100 billion more than $300 billion, which again is just a lot of money that could actually solve real problems that people are facing. Oh my god, I want out of this timeline. So yeah, that's an unfortunate thing that exists, as is the following news from Ontario. The terrible provincial conservative government of Doug Ford here in Ontario has announced that the new September 30th federal holiday about truth and reconciliation will not be a stat holiday in Ontario. And sadly, Ontario is not the only province to say no to this, which really shows how much work we have to do on reconciliation. It shows disrespect for indigenous people and their history and what we've done to them as part of that history. It's just so disrespectful. It's them going mask off. It just shows how terrible and unconscionable these people are. I feel like people should still just take the day off to say, no, I'm taking the day off in protest or in solidarity. And if people try and question that, you can literally just throw the, why are you against uh, reconciliation? Are you racist? That'll probably change the tunes of a lot of people real quick. But I guess we'll see what happens in the next few weeks especially with this other revelation from here in Ontario. Scientists are warning that a new variant of Mu already detected in Ontario contains a set of mutations indicating it could be resistant to neutralizing antibodies arising from vaccination and infection. Now, while early research suggests that the Delta variant is and should be our primary concern, 
this is just yet another kind of, oh, great moment for this whole terrible shit show that continues unabated. The Delta variant is already causing hospitalizations and rising cases that we initially locked down for when this whole thing was getting started, entering other terrible peaks in other waves. But no, we're mostly vaccinated, so it's fine, right? Even though the Delta variant can break through vaccination. And while most of the cases are mild, it's still cases and there's still long haul COVID people. And also there are people where it breaks through and it's actually still really effing bad. And now there's a new variant already detected, by the way, that could be even more resistant. And we're still chugging along as if things are normal. And now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we haven't taken the necessary steps to ensure that that light is not the false hope of a lantern. So yeah, that's the capstone to all of this. And there's a reason why I just selected a lot of the Twitter stories rather than any other stories that I might've seen. These are all stories that crossed my path on Twitter, and it's not just on Twitter, on a variety of other social platforms that people use. So whether you're older and you use Facebook a lot of the time, or you use Instagram for tagging and following all your influencers and leftist news comedy and podcasters, etc. YouTube, there's of course BreadTube and just people spreading news and stories. And here's what you should be bothered about today. Hi, I'm very guilty of this. But there's so much out there that... I really fear that it's just becoming so much of a deluge for all of us that it results in it just being, yeah, yeah, man, I get it. It's Tuesday. Planet's still on fire. Kids are still in cages. People are still dying from the pandemic. Capitalist ghouls continue to run the world and destroy it. There's genocide. There's suffering. There's all sorts of terrible things. That's every day, right? And so I fear that so much of this bad news from all corners of the world, and I know that I'm saying this with, you know, an ounce of self-reflection considering everything on this channel pretty much, but it does feel like perhaps there's too much of this going on and we're seeing so much of it, even if we don't interact with it, but we just scroll past and, you know, oh yeah, look, systemic worker abuses. Oh, friend kicked out onto the streets. Oh, geez, uh, someone dealing with trauma or sexual assault. And, oh, look, here's the one about genocide and, oh, a different genocide. And, oh, right, here's terrible people. Oh, look at this predatory piece of shit. Like, the, the list goes on and on. It's called doom scrolling for a reason. And all these stories from Canada and the United States were just casually brought to my attention. I didn't go seeking this out. I didn't type up bad news stories from today. I didn't say, hey Siri, can you give me a sum up of all the terrible stories that I missed from this past week? It was just casually brought to the forefront by the algorithm and by the people that I follow and who they are liking and retweeting and bringing to my attention that way. No wonder people on Twitter and social media and the left need to take breaks sometimes because yeah, this shit is depressing and I've touched on this before. I know we are all human and there's only so much we can do, so much time we can devote, so much energy we can give to causes and concerns. And so it's important to take breaks, but I think for me, there's an even bigger fear and not even so much about, you know, trying to 
bring awareness to people about things, which is a lot of what I try and do here on this small channel. But I'm afraid that in a way, while trying to serve that best of intentions, it and various other channels and accounts and you know social media as a concept as a whole are resulting in us becoming ever more desensitized to horrifying things that are happening that by all rights, we should be having revolutions over. 9-11 shocked America and it shocked the world. And you could really feel the tragedy and the sorrow in the wake of that loss of life. And now nearly 6,000 people in Texas alone have died in the past month. And it's kind of just, now eh, whatever. That 6,500 fewer people, fewer loved ones, fewer teachers, educators, nurses, doctors, but above all, those are 5,800 fewer mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, siblings, parents, grandparents, children, friends, aunts, and uncles. It is a loss of people and community and their deaths sit at the hands of people who have politicized something that should have no business being politicized. And again, that's in one state, never mind the other 49. And I've said it before, I really feel like we are witnessing the slow motion, real-time societal collapse of the United States because of this pandemic. And many people are just carrying on. And I really feel, and again, I have no evidence of this, but I really feel like a lot of it has to do with just how much of the media we're consuming that has just desensitized us to violence and atrocity and thousands upon thousands of deaths in America over the course of this pandemic. And it really feels like people are silent and they've just given in and it's resulting in an even worse tearing apart of the societal fabric and where that leads is not a good place. And so all this and more is not only very concerning to me, but it's also definitely what's bothering me today.